Hi there and welcome to Neuro Digest. Our show today is going to be lit. We have a guest and I'm sure you all are curious and I can't wait to present it to you. I'm your host Sylvia Moramo Chabo and we have our interpreter Maureen. And I did not want to be the one to drop it, but I wanted to do it herself. We have a guest all the way from South Africa. And you can see today I'm not alone wearing the sash. So that tells you it's VIP treatment. So I will ask her to introduce herself. And we're all excited to find out NeuroDigest. Why is she here? You'll find out in a bit. So, Thank you, Sylvia, for having me. Hello, viewers at home. Uh, my name is Rishia Ochen. This is Africa Show 2019. I'm an ambassador for Play Your Part, Brand SA. I'm also a CEO of Isha O Holdings and the founder and patron of Isha O Foundation. I'm also a founder of Young Men's Chamber of Commerce and Industries in South Africa in Pumalanga. I chair Young Men Desk in our province, uh, in our district municipality, where I, where I chair within the Women's Council. And I am a businesswoman, entrepreneur. I'm a social activist and a philanthropist. Yes all that and more so the bombshell is our mrs africa shares the same vision as i do as andy speaks as you know you this show is brought to you courtesy of andy speaks for special needs persons and lucia is a mother of two boys yes and one of them is actually has um add right yeah add so uh, remember we have highlighted before what uh, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder is and we'd like to dive in into the life of mine I always tell you cannot sit still. <laughs> now today we go to the other side of the fence where they sit too still. Yes, you heard me right. They sit too still. So you mm. can tell us, tell us uh, how your son is, how old, what are the characteristics of being hypo? Mm. and uh, how did you find out and how did you react i know that will take you a while but yeah take yeah, your time um, <laughs> you know when you give birth as a mother you mm -hmm. give birth to a healthy baby yeah. smiling crying mm -hmm. he does everything but mm -hmm. when it comes to milestones you know there's there's changes the milestones are not the same mm -hmm. um delayed perhaps in walking mm -hmm. so so my walk three days before he could turn one oh. and in terms of speech she started you know having a proper speech by the age of two to three years two to three years and mm -hmm. for me that was delayed compared to his younger brother mm -hmm. because when he said when he wanted food he would have to point out that he wants food mm -hmm. when he wanted certain things he had to point out you know um i'm married to a to a physician he's a palliative and pain specialist you know at that time i would tell my husband he was a doctor then you know he hasn't done physician so i'll tell him that you know what there's something wrong with this child mm -hmm. because by now he, mm -hmm. he should be doing one two three four five and he'll be like no you know children they develop differently they don't yeah. develop at the same time mm -hmm. but as a mother you mm -hmm. know very well that when something is not right mm -hmm. it's not right and you can feel it you yeah. can feel it yeah. you know uh it's not that you're comparing children but when you read books you know mm -hmm. even though you're not a doctor you know exactly that these are the milestones and mm -hmm. these are the steps that a child should be doing mm -hmm. so he started his um you know 
play group, mm -hmm. uh, you know, teachers will tell you mm -hmm. that, you know what, your child struggles with one, two, three, mm -hmm. and he struggles to be in a group. Mm -hmm. Since he was small, mm -hmm. he will struggle to sit in a group or to relate with other kids. And I would think, like, no, not my child. <laughs> As a mother, you forever protective of your children yeah. because you expect the best, the best out, you know, of out of them. Up until he was in great uh, not not, I don't know what, what so they have like you know your playgroup preschool mm -hmm. when Pali mm -hmm. is in preschool before mm -hmm. you can go to primary school okay like to start grade one mm -hmm. I don't know if you we have the same similar yeah, similar mm -hmm. okay yeah. so before he could go to grade one you know the teachers set us um, like and told us you know mm -hmm. the, the challenges that he's facing at school in terms of being in a group mm -hmm. in, in terms of finishing his work on time mm -hmm. in terms of tidying mm -hmm. up and 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 mm -hmm. and he's not ready for grade one mm -hmm. so just imagine as a mother yeah. you are excited that this is a year my child will be wearing school uh, uniforms yeah, exactly. and going to a grade mm -hmm. but he couldn't but when i sat down and told my son because now as a man I have to tell him that you know what your friends are going to grade one you're not he, mm. he blankly told me i'm not ready for grade one. Oh, so he accepted it he accepted it yeah. i'm not ready for grade one that is when i realized that no there is a problem there is, there problem. is a serious problem mm -hmm. so this is when uh you know we opted to take him to an educational psychologist okay uh, you know it's for him to be seen and be assessed as well to see where he lies mm -hmm. so when the educational psychologist did, did her assessment mm -hmm. they realized that he was 10 months in some instance he was 10 months behind, behind his age for, for example reading he will be like six months behind okay in some instead sitting muscles you know mm -hmm. would be like six months ten months eight months behind mm -hmm. and other kids so he wasn't um how can i put it um well, if you compare that is compare, when you compare to you know, what we consider yes, normal, normal so was was behind. Behind. Okay. and they recommended a special school uh based in white river mm -hmm. and this is when the whole family decided to make a whole change in 2014 because we're based in, in a small town in Malalang. Mm -hmm. We decided to make a total move to North right? mm -hmm. so that we can accommodate mm -hmm. him going to the school. Mm -hmm. So um, Flamboyant, that's mm -hmm. the school, which is a beautiful school, and they have everything that you need from an educational psychologist, mm -hmm. occupational therapist, within the school, within the school system, okay. and then a speech therapist. Mm -hmm. So everything that they do, they do it, it's, you know, it's, it's managed, it's integrated it's into everything. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's integrated, meaning that he will have his classes, but mm -hmm. he will have a class for speech. Mm -hmm. He'll have his classes, he'll have his class for psychologists mm -hmm. or for occupational therapy. Mm -hmm. So my son now is 16 years old, he's a wow. teenager. Wow. And he's doing very well. Let me take you back a bit. So when your family had to move, that means that was a big change for all of you. That means you work for you, work for your husband, school, and the life of it your was a, sibling. It right? was a, 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 yes, it was a huge change. Mm -hmm. A huge change. How did which, you deal with it? Uh, for me, it wasn't that difficult because this is when I established my clinic. Okay. By then I was telling my I had my husband, I had my, my boutique and the other properties that I do in Madeline. But then this is when I said, okay, let me go just full time and do and start my clinic, you know, which is a skincare clinic. I'm a somatologist by profession, of which I've done advanced medical aesthetics. Mm -hmm. So I do chemical pills, I do treatments within my clinic. So for me, it was, it worked for me. It worked for you. But my, for my husband, it still travels, you know, from oh. the to, to, so it does about 90 k is yeah i think well, about 120 case per day in a day yeah going to work we just 
But we just felt like, you know, that we cannot put our children in a transport for them mm -hmm. to go to school. Mm -hmm. Either one of us has to travel, yeah. you know, than them traveling you know, on a road or, you know, for a long day. Wow. So for him, you know, flamboyant, the system of the school is that there are six children in the classroom. Mm -hmm. If it's five, it's five. If it's two, it's two. If it's one, it's one. And how many teachers? Jeez. Um, for them, if there's normally two, there's a teacher and a helper in a classroom. Yeah, so there's two teachers in a classroom, and it's it's doing very very well because he has he has done very well. He's no longer going to occupational therapy. Okay. Uh, he's no longer doing the psychologist. He only mm -hmm. sees the psychologist twice in a year. Okay. The only thing that he's stuck with is still the speech therapy. Speech therapy. So. There, there is, you know, you can see a lot of improvement mm -hmm. since he started 2014 mm -hmm. up until now, now, you know. So we, we are really happy. So what, what we've done is that we made sure that him and his brother go to the same school, oh, okay. you know, so that we don't separate them. Yeah, and there's no difference. So, yeah, so with him, what will happen, the complaints will be, there will be a time where he will just days off, yes, yeah. like, 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 zone off. like, like, like uh, maybe he just had a, a, an episode, just mm -hmm. a short episode, and mm -hmm. he's back again. Mm -hmm. We went to neurosurgeons, mm -hmm. we did brain scans, you know, to check the program oh. of the brain. Everything was, was in balance, you mm -hmm. know. Then they realized, no, he has ADD, okay. which means he has the hypo. There are times where he just zones off and daydreams. Yeah. But he's very good in science. Yeah, we always say we always say special children have a superpower. So you always have to find what your child's superpower is. I'm still hung on on that. So um, from the time you changed, he's been in the same school. And how old was he? How old was he when you were making these changes? Just because uh, you were supposed to start grade one when you was going for seven. So which means you started grade one at the age of eight. So, eight, so it's so been eight, eight years. Yeah, so it's been eight, eight years. years. In the and same school. The same school, we never moved him. Remember, mm -hmm. they, they need to be, um, they, they get familiar to their surroundings. Yes, so that's you can't true. change them too often. Too so often. you have to keep them where they are. Yeah. So now, Flamboyant is up until grade, um, I'll tell you, I think grade nine. Mm -hmm. Yes, grade nine. So for he's in grade nine now. Okay. So for grade ten, mm -hmm. he'll be going to a mainstream. Um, oh, a mainstream school. A mainstream so, school. But, so he's been prepared. So for they that. prepare them and get mm -hmm. them ready so that they are able to cope within a mainstream system of a, of schooling. Okay. So which is no longer more dependent. So they win them off being dependent from a teacher mm -hmm. or being in a small class. So they start integrating them. Mm -hmm. When it comes to sports, they don't do sports on their own. They do sports with all the all sports that's in the province. Oh, all right. So they get integrated. Okay. The difference is just the, the learning system mm -hmm. of which they have to uh, you know, pick up where they are okay. learning. Okay. And it really helps as a mother you know, it, ha it has helped me a lot because um, they stay in school up until five, mm -hmm. so that's what we have done. And then they have aftercare. Do they? Aftercare, like after school now. After school. School okay. ends at half past 12. Oh, right. Oh, one. really? Then from there up until five, mm -hmm. they have aftercare. So what do they do during aftercare? Aftercare, they do homework and mm -hmm. they are helped by psychologists. Mm -hmm. 
on OT or speech therapy that will stick to them and help them with homework. Mm -hmm. And the best is what I would advise parents at home, they must make sure that they read books, encourage them to do a lot of reading, mm -hmm. you know, not too much games. They mm -hmm. have to do games that are there, but reading books because then it improves mm -hmm. their speech and they learn new words and, you know, they get inquisitive and wanting to so he can read. He can read very well. Okay. So he can read very well. Like read, read, just read to process or read out loud also. Because I've seen you say he's still, no, he's still having speech therapy, right? This speech, remember, uh -huh. he, he knows all the words. All the but words. there's certain words that he cannot pronounce mm -hmm. properly. Okay. And remember, in each and every grade, there's new words that are being introduced, that are coming in. Yeah. So, you know, the speech therapy then comes in and assists in terms of those words. Mm -hmm. But he's doing very well because his last reports that we had, he had uh, geography mm -hmm. and history, mm -hmm. you know, he had the best marks and mm -hmm. of which those subjects would have expected not you know, to have maybe mathematics yeah. because in mathematics you get 90s, 95 oh, so he's the mathematician yeah. and he's very good in sketching he's very good in drawing so they're oh, very good in creative, creative. yes, they, they, they are creative at the same mm -hmm. time you know, so it's a matter of balance Okay. Yeah. I am quite intrigued. <laughs> I'm like, oh, everything you're saying, I'm just thinking like, oh, our system, when will we get there? Trust you me, I'm sure even the parents are like, what do you mean the same school? We struggle. I changed my son like five times before I could, okay, I could, he could settle where he is. First of all, because ours is expensive and I want us to go, we'll go back mm. to education in detail and the cost and how how you are accommodated now in the community mm -hmm. but now in, in your life like when we look at um, him being hypo how do you did you have to also change like your diet to accommodate him still because we're told we advise to really work on diet also okay so for them it's not like the government school mm -hmm. so it's the private school it's a private school. It's a private school okay. you could replace them in private school mm -hmm. so they advise the change of diet you mm -hmm. know dietitian where they don't have they don't have to consume sugar mm -hmm. if you especially the ones which are hyper mm -hmm. you have to cut out sugar then you have to cut out um you know what is it? Fine, fine process, process, process oh. food, mm -hmm. and your your fine carbs in terms of cakes and and, mm -hmm. and they actually have to eat clean. This is when you introduce a clean diet in your in your yeah. own household. You know where you do a lot of veggies and fruits. So mm -hmm. my house is full of veggies, veggies and fruits. And fruits. <laughs> so they've got to learn to eat fruits and then they drink a lot of water. Mm -hmm. You know. Uh, juice, you have to check if it's 100% juice and you have to dilute oh, again with yeah. water so that it's not too sweet. So there's a whole lot that you change because mm -hmm. if you give them what they're not supposed to eat, then there's an imbalance. Yeah. Then you'll be getting uh, issues and, yeah, issues issues and, 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 and reactions and meltdown. What has helped as well? I know so many parents um, are anti-medication. Mm -hmm. we, we, we did put him on medication of okay. which he started taking Ritalin. And mm -hmm. it has helped a lot, you know, the dose has been cut down slowly and slowly. Mm -hmm. By the time he's older, he's going to wean it off. Mm -hmm. And that allows them to cope in, in, the, in, in the classroom and also in the environment. Did the doctor, like, before he prescribed the Ritalin, did he guide you through it? Did he explain to you what exactly, why they're giving? Because I'm thinking, I thought Ritalin was for hyper so when you say he's hypo and he's been given retail like oh hey yes remember remember with um 
with them if they are they are high pro they mm -hmm. don't they don't focus for a long time as well because mm -hmm. then this is when they doze off mm -hmm. they're no longer interested they wander around and look at outside what mm -hmm. is happening so what Ruthling does it gives them the component where they are able to cope to, to a long span of hours sitting for a long time they cannot sit maybe for two hours mm -hmm. so the medication what it does it allows them to sit longer for oh. two hours maybe so like for an hour so that they are able to absorb what is going on within the classroom mm -hmm. so with him uh, it wasn't given by a normal doctor mm -hmm. so it was given by uh, um, a specialist, which is a, 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 a pediatrician, pediatric neurologist. Yeah, neurologist. Oh, so that's the yes, one that, that gave, one. according to their weight as well. Okay. So we'll drive to Sunning Hill. So it's mm -hmm. a lot of expenses. So you sacrifice as a parent. So we, you know, with that we don't even have one in our own province. So we had to drive to Sunning Hill. That is Johannesburg. How far is that? It's about almost four hours. Four hours drive. To go and see a specialist so that your child, you know, will able to cope. And so it's a sacrifice that you do as a parent mm -hmm. to make sure your child is in a better state. Wow, as you can hear, the same things we go through, it's the same all over Africa. I'd like for us to take a short break and then we'll come back. If you have your questions, kindly don't forget to in, uh, to indulge us on our SMS number. That's 20508. Send in your test or drop us a message on my IG handle, which is Andy Speaks, or our, our Twitter handle, Andy Speaks 4, or you can message me directly on Twitter at more at Mochabo, uh, at Mora <laughs> Sylvia, and on Instagram at Sylvia Mochabo. I need to align that. But yes, let's take a short break and we'll be right back and dive more about the ex her experience being in South Africa and raising a special needs child. Don't go away. Stay right here. Thank you. And like we had said earlier, this is NeuroDigest here on Science TV with me, Sylvia Moramo Chabo, and our interpreter, Maureen Maita. And today we have a special guest all the way from South Africa, and that is Madame Lucia, Mrs. Let me call it right, <laughs> Mrs. Lucia Ochan, all the way from AC Mpumalanga. I got it right. Yes, yeah, right. I got it right. Mpumalanga is one of the provinces in South Africa, and she's a special needs parent, and that's why she's here. And on top of that, as you can read from her search, she's Mrs. Africa Globe. So that's where, what I aspire to. I'm looking up to her when that time comes. Like that's that's beside the point. So we're continuing with our conversation about how it is raising a special needs child. And in this case, her child has ADD, which is one of the uh, spectrums on ADHD, a neurodiverse condition that we are going to dive in further as we have just introduced it. And we would like to know, we've heard about the school. So Lucia, tell us. So your child is in a private school. Mm -hmm. Why did you opt for a private school and not a public school? Because uh, when we come, where we where we are in East Africa, we look at SA like being Africa but not Africa, like it's Africa but in the United States. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that is our attitude oh, because wow. of how we look at it, like it has developed further. Yeah, 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 yeah. So why the choice of a private school and not a public school? What, we want to just align and see how our our system is how your system is okay. and we see if we share notes are we on the same level or like you know let's let's check it out okay why um a private school yes 
let's say it depends like how uh, i went to a private school okay. so it was choice so as, as a parent uh, i decided to take my children to a private school because i, I was brought up the same way okay. so uh, the next private school you know with special needs will be another private school mm -hmm. <laughs> um but besides that our government our system they do have schools with special needs it's just that with them the difference is that they don't have uh you know the specialist within the school so the specialist has to visit the school oh okay. so that's 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 the difference that's the so difference. and also in terms of the classes it's not like smaller classes like mm -hmm. they have in private school okay. so it's something that south africa is still working on you mm -hmm. know to integrate what the other private schools are doing because mm -hmm. if i can remember properly with our president's speech it's one of those things that he has mentioned in speech that those are the things that they, that they are looking, you know, looking into in terms mm -hmm. of of schooling okay yeah. so that means okay we are also we've introduced a new curriculum and it's supposed to be inclusive mm. according to you as a parent what, what would you say inclusion is when a school says we're trying to be inclusive and integrated because you remember you had mentioned that your child is just about to be integrated into the mainstream definitely so what are uh, for the parents who can't quite grasp what that means because it is a debate that has been ongoing in the special needs parent space what is this integration our government is talking about since your child is about to get there just enlighten us a bit if we can speak about integration, integration mm -hmm. is when the child is ready, mm -hmm. you know, is ready to be in 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 a mainstream. Mm -hmm. When I say mainstream, you know, to be in the same school as children that are at par according to the spectrum, you know. Mm -hmm. And if your child then has ADD, meaning mm -hmm. that the child is behind, the mm -hmm. child cannot be integrated in that school. Mm -hmm. You know, he cannot cope or she cannot cope. The yeah. child will struggle. Exactly. But if the child is in a is in a school of special needs, they will they will iron out all, all the, the you know the challenges, the challenges that the child has mm -hmm. and make sure that their child is able to be integrated into mm -hmm. a main school. Okay. I mean, so he can. So that means basically he can be with other children, yes. neurotypical children, and he's mm -hmm. comfortable. Now mm -hmm. he can mm -hmm. behave without them feeling without like some pressure. Pressure because, pressure and yeah, pressure because what makes them as well to to make a lot of mistakes is the pressure that they are given. Mm -hmm. Remember, children. I believe a human being is born competitive no matter what. So yeah. same as children, they, mm -hmm. they you know they compete with each other. Mm -hmm. Just imagine you you receive you receive your test marks and you have twenty, mm -hmm. and someone that is doesn't have special needs has eighty percent, hundred percent. How old to be yeah. a child? That's so, the emotional. So the emotional. So the emotions as well, because mm -hmm. that's what they said. Like he's, he's, he's emotional, not ready. Okay. You know, to be in grade one. Mm -hmm. So he tells you that their emotion, they get affected emotionally. And as even well. their self confidence. Yes. You can imagine when you're yes. being told it you're here, down. you're there. That's true. Yeah. So that's why we say, is mm -hmm. that? I think that's why we always say, like, teach them the way they understand it. Instead of like uh, putting them up high with everyone true. else when they have challenges, if right? you can see, if you can go back while you are still at school, all of us had different methods of, yes. of coping when it's time to exams. Yeah. Others had a way of just reading the book and they grasp everything. Yes. Then some of us, like for me, instead, <laughs> I had to, I had to read through my notes for uh -huh. me to grasp. For me, okay. even now while I'm studying, because I've been studying the past few years, mm -hmm. so for me to be able to study and cope with my books, I must read through my notes. I must read through my notes and read them again okay. then i'll get better marks mm -hmm. so it's the same thing as children it's mm -hmm. just that it's a matter of our own governments mm -hmm. when i say governments all over the all over, yeah. the globe 
mm -hmm. to, to understand that you know what all of us have special needs yes. including a child that we think they are okay they have special they have needs because for example um my son mm -hmm. the second born he doesn't have adhd or ATD. Mm -hmm. you know i put him in the same school but what they have found out is that um his core muscles were not were not strong like he couldn't sit still because not he couldn't sit because he couldn't focus uh -huh. but his core muscles were not strong so he couldn't okay. sit longer mm -hmm. so if he had to go to an occupational therapy okay. so now he can sit still for a long time okay. you know he can focus for a long time so each and every child i believe they have mm -hmm. underlining problem but mm -hmm. others are more pronounced okay yeah wow okay we'll go back to this sensitive part to call our cost of living as special needs parents i know here we try and look at it and we look like we have to budget to properly like if i was to say proper diet proper doctor enough sessions to get them where they're supposed to be mm -hmm. the correct school i'll need half a million kenya shillings per month mm, that's true per month to that's be able true. to give that to my child mm. so is there do you in SA, the, i believe the costs could be similar but there, is there anything that the government does to make it any less and um apart from like the way you said in private school the doctors mm -hmm. are there mm -hmm. but then you said you have to drive out to go see a different specialist yes which is so, so that's just the yeah, just the, the pediatrician yeah. only yeah. yeah but the other services are in the school yeah, in the school and in the public is it the same the visit no, the ones who visit is yes. it the same pool team or is it some of them you know i think it's some of them some of them, yeah, yeah it's some of them because remember it's still it's something that you know our own government that is still has to integrate mm -hmm. into schools okay. and our learning system in south africa if you know it has revolved so many times okay. and with the changes that we had politically from what we have from apartheid to having democracy mm -hmm. so so many things are being mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. being introduced and being worked on so mm -hmm. the schools that you're talking about you find that it was your pre-white schools that oh, yeah. always had the right system in it it's mm -hmm. just that with us ethnic groups it's something that you know it's new yeah it's new for yeah. all of us i mean if 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 you if you're an ethnic parents and they come and say your child has adhd or your child is you know <laughs> just one, two, three, you want to ask yourself why, why is that what is that uh, yeah what is that because we, we you know our parents my mother doesn't know well, what until now right until now you they try to explain no and just like that yes and make them understand so with our culture as well you know as african people it's it, it, it comes into place mm -hmm. because you know very well if something is not okay with your child mm -hmm. your in-laws will say perhaps uh -huh. one two three or this and this and that, that mm -hmm. comes into, into play it's something that is new that we must um you know all of us get accustomed to it mm -hmm. not you know and read about it you know knowledge is very important mm -hmm. it's the same thing as depression mm -hmm. Depression to so many needs. It's a new thing. thing. It has been there for forever. It has been there forever, but yeah. they would class it as something else. But yeah. depression has been there because we've seen so many cases of suicide in the mm -hmm. past. So yeah. it's the same thing as the neuro disorder that we have because it's not a disease. It's a disorder and a condition. Yeah. Yeah. You know that just needs to be corrected mm -hmm. you know, in, a, in, a, in a certain way. Mm -hmm. So there's, there's there's so many things. Yeah. Okay. Just mm -hmm. touching that education part of um the cost yes of the education cost. and everything how is it you know what when it comes to education it doesn't come cheap okay o obviously we we spend about between five and, and, and six um what is it your currency uh well it's 18 years then i'll put <laughs> <laughs> we spend between five and six thousand 
between fifty to sixty thousand per month. Oh, right? Yes. So um, that's basically that's per month. So it's generally the, the same. The same. Yeah. Uh, to be honest with you, it's it's it sacrifice. It's sacrifice. It's sacrifice. Yeah. Um, as a parent, to say, you know what, I'm I'm sacrificing this for my child because what what I know is that formation phase is the most important phase in that a child, child in a child because once they miss that phase. I mean, you cannot get it back. You cannot. Your child will struggle forever, yeah. and I wouldn't want my child to struggle to read once he reaches mm -hmm. university level. So he must be able to cope. My child must be able to cope when I'm there. He must be able to cope when I'm not there. Yeah. So that's the standard we have set. But for him going back to the mainstream, you know, for me it's gonna be like okay, yeah. <laughs> at least now you no. know we won't be paying so much. The cost, the cost is gonna come down. Yeah. The sacrifice that you take as for a while, yeah. yeah. And medically, how is how is the medical support? Uh, medical support. Okay, in South Africa we have medical aid. Mm -hmm. Some of the medical aids they do cover. Mm -hmm. Some they don't cover. But um, him having a father that is in the medical field, ah, so he's able yeah, to yeah. make things easier. Mm -hmm. But once again, is that we have SARS, I don't know what you guys have, mm -hmm. which is your, um, that deals with your taxes and dating. KRA, KRA, so with us it's SARS. So you're yeah. able to, you know, to write for rebate. Uh -huh. Yes, and send to them so that you get your, your mm -hmm. rebates. You know, Do you have to have like proof? Yes, you should have proof. No, not not like receipt proof. Like for you now, you're going there as because my child is special, especially is right. Yeah, that's why I'm asking for a rebate. No, there must be proof. Obviously, first proof is that the child is registered in that special needs school, oh. and then this is the proof of that you are paying seeing this one to two mm -hmm. Obviously, that has to be attached. Ah, okay. Yeah. All right. And mm -hmm. the community now. Let's come to the extended family. It's usually the toughest conversation to have. How did they take it? How do they treat your child? How do you like your neighbors or when you go to public and he's that boy who's always alone how did guys take it before we got it to where he is at 16 you know because with him we, we attended to him when he was still young okay. it wasn't too obvious you, you you couldn't you couldn't see it that it's happening this is why it was like i was in denial okay because you couldn't see it when they have ADD, it's not that pronounced yeah and it's not that to extend that when it doses off you can easily see it mm -hmm. it only happens when he, he, he's in a classroom mm -hmm. and when he has to sit still and work with, uh, with other children but with the help that he has got, he's able to integrate, he plays with other children, he has friends, you know. So mm -hmm. yeah, you know, when you attend the situation at very early, mm -hmm. it's, it's better than later. Okay. Mm -hmm. So at least you attribute to the early intervention mm -hmm. as to what mm -hmm. has helped. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, the, the, I'll go back a bit to the medical system. So when, when you identified this in school, mm -hmm. so who walked with you to tell you, okay, you need to do this? Was it something because of your maternal instinct? Or was it that that teacher said, oh, go take him for this assessment, take him for that? Who walked with you with what this journey? Okay, what happened is once they reach grade not, grade not before they go to grade one, okay. they get assessment. The psychologists, educational oh. psychologists. Everywhere. Everywhere. In, 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 not in every school, uh -huh. but in private school. In private school. They get okay. assessed, you know, 
is to see if they are ready okay. and to see if they are performing according to you. Mm -hmm. So with the report that you get from a psychologist, then it, it tells you this and this and that. That's a, that's a normal psychologist. From mm -hmm. there, they refer you to an educational mm -hmm. one. Mm -hmm. Then that's the one that sits with your child. So the school principal and the teacher, mm -hmm. they are the ones that will explain. And then they will refer you mm -hmm. to the right schools that are available within oh, the country. country. Yeah. Okay. Or the area. And for you now, as a parent, now once they say, okay, you know, this is it, how long did it take you to embrace and, and, and you know, accept, like, okay, this is it, I gotta deal with it? Or did you have some time of, like, oh my God, what did I do? You as know? I said, I was in denial. <laughs> I wanna lie to you, I was in denial, denial for a long time, up until he started uh, at Flamboyant. Okay. You know, when he received his first report, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, that's when. Yeah. <laughs> You know, then you start slowly to to accept, yeah. and once you start seeing the changes and the improvement mm -hmm. in the child, mm -hmm. because what they told me is that um, I must try and send him to perhaps to the kitchen five times a day, okay. and see if he remembers what I told him to do. So you send him like, go bring me a cup, go bring go me bring a plate, this, go do yes, this, tidy like up, and, uh -huh. and and if he doesn't do it, or maybe comes back and says I've forgotten what mm -hmm. you said, then you must know at that time he has zoned off. He didn't hear you. He was standing there. But he'll go to the kitchen. But what you have asked him, will come. We won't come back with what you have asked. Then that's when you see there's a problem. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it happens at, at this age where I, I come home. I love tea, so when I come home, I'll ask the boys. <laughs> so I'll ask him to make me tea. Uh -huh. You know, he will stand in between the lounge and the kitchen and stop. What did you say again? <laughs> But with that now, because of Facebook um, and, and that and that, then they tend to forget not to yeah. focus. But mm -hmm. you send them to do things. This is when I got my boys to be involved mm -hmm. within the chores of the house because I'll ask them, do this, do that, do that. <laughs> when I come back, why you didn't do one, two, three, four, five? Oh, okay. Because this is your list that I've given you. Okay. Oh, so you give them a list of what they're supposed to do? I don't write and tell them. You just tell them. It's up to them if they write. Oh. If they don't write, they must remember. Right? So, so you pass the responsibility to them. Definitely so in that way you help your child you know to it's part of growth no wonder African children most of us that grew up back you know before the 90s we are better than the children today because we're given children sure, yeah, you know we, we we didn't need I always say that with us we didn't need an old team yeah because we had our own uh, indigenous games that uh, we yeah. used to play hopscotch you uh -huh. know uh -huh. uh, I don't know what you call it we call it thing and the way you have your your, your 12 Mabons. stones you put your yeah, circle, you put your stones, then and you throw, and then you... That's coordination, uh -huh. you know, because some, I, I would look at what the, the homework mm -hmm. that the OT would ask me to do. And I was like, like, really? <laughs> For us, I have to hop like a, a frog. These are the things that we do. We will hop, I don't know if you guys did play, where you put a string around, where you have to jump in, jump out. Like hoops and yeah, like hoops. So we, we did that without an OT paying someone. Yeah, you pay someone to play so with your child. So it's skipping, you know. Yeah. My children had to skip from an OT. These are the things that will play outside, hold that side, hold that side. That's cute. And yeah. that's skipping because those are the things that trains your muscles and yeah. strengthen those muscles. So 
you know, I believe as an as an African community, we've mm -hmm. lost it ourselves. So that, that means we need to go back to our back, back in the days, playing, not PS, to eating in front of the television. Allow your children to play outside. For us, we had to get a trampoline as well. We're advised uh -huh. to just imagine now you have to spend. <laughs> we're advised to get a trampoline for children to jump, jump up and down so uh -huh. that they can strengthen their yeah, skip the But if they if they did skip if they skip the rope and play, you know. Indigenous games, there would have been. I think there would be better improvement than them sitting all the time and and burning the yeah. And how did the brother take it? Like when he grew, cause he's the second one, right? Yeah. Were you scared like he would copy some of the behaviors and stuff like that, or get affected by by? Not, not really. Mm -hmm. uh, because we have allowed our children to be individuals, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and their age gap is four years apart, okay. so they're not very close, you mm -hmm. know, for, for, but they're very close, like very, very close. But what I love about them is like they love to be individual. Mm -hmm. My older son, when you know, when you are a mother, we have this thing, you know, you find them the same curve. Yes, yes, you know, that's when true. You, when you started turning like 12, you just, you know what, I don't want the same clothes as younger. Yeah. But <laughs> I'm my own clothes, I'm my own person. person. I'm my own person, he must be his own. Oh. So they love individuality, so you can see I think what makes it um, easier for them is that the other one looks a bit like me uh -huh. and the other one is like the father. Uh -huh. So yeah, they have different personality. Mm -hmm. You can, it stands out, their personality differences stand out. Mm -hmm. And also it depends as well because he, he doesn't have any of the neurospectrum, mm -hmm. the second one, it's mm -hmm. only the first one. So perhaps if he had, maybe he would have copied the mm -hmm. other one. Yeah. So at least the, the best thing is like, by the time by the time the second child was born you had already identified that this one needs help and started doing something no at that time i haven't remember at that time he was four years old he okay. was still in, in in a play group okay and they would tell me this no thing oh no, no, no yeah no you see it was no. there but then you are still in denial no, no, forever in denial <laughs> no. i allow him to go for speech therapy uh -huh. so it started when he was small that's okay. what i'm saying mm -hmm. you know with him mm -hmm. at least it was attended when he was small mm -hmm. he would go to occupational therapy he would go to speech therapy at play group mm -hmm. grade one mm -hmm. but with that help he couldn't get it right we had to move into a, no, a special school so yeah. it was about both the school the therapy so even yes. if you force him to stay in a regular school mm -hmm. and give these other things it mm -hmm. might not work because the classes are bigger okay. remember the classes are bigger mm -hmm. like in private school you get classes from 20 to 25 with two teachers one teacher one. yeah wow. that's that's a big classroom that for them so that's why he had to go to a school where they have smaller classes up until seven learners you know once they're in grade nine they can accommodate up until 12 learners because mm -hmm. they are ready to go for for mainstream so they can be integrated mm -hmm. yeah okay mm. wow i'm looking at time and with that and run and i'm sure you all enjoy that like just listening to a different like all the way south we're on the east side <laughs> no and she's from the south and you can see we share the same same experiences yeah. so being a special needs parent actually demographically where you're placed on the continent of africa you have the same stories and that's why mm. we're here on neurodigest trying to educate you trying to enlighten the environment you've heard it from her it is the things that she did in good time remember in good time and that is what we have to start doing 
accept your child the way they are. We all expect a bouncing baby, but God knows why he gave you that special child, and I'm sure he's given you the grace to also be able to take care of that child. And by doing so, that means we give them, we put them in the right environment. Very true. We put them with the right doctors mm -hmm. and the right team, and then we teach them their way of learning. You mm -hmm. see, at 16, her child is going to be integrated into a regular school. So as parents, fellow parents, let us do what is right by our children. Let us put them in the right place at the right time. Denial is your is your baby to carry, but then don't stay there for so long that your child will miss out on what is essential for them to be able to thrive in their space. Also remember, don't focus on the negative of what they cannot do, mm -hmm. but also focus yeah, on what it is that they can do and build it that way, they will soar like an eagle. Here on NeuroDigest, once again, Sylvia Moramuchaba with our guest Lucia Ochen, all the way from Tomalanga in South Africa. Yes, give us a like, like just say a word in Sosa so that okay. we can feel it. Thank you, first of all, thank you for having me. Uh, I'll be representing Africa, yes, uh, at Mrs. Club in China, end of November until the 8th of December. Uh -huh. So, I am a continent representative. So, as we raise awareness and create this drive, yes. um, what I can say, Niabonga, Emakaya, which one you want to say? Um, you know, as when you the minute you say. South Africa, we expect a you know, okay. the Sosaka and the so how do you okay, say? with us it's different. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a Swazi. Okay, okay. I'm Swazi. Uh -huh. So this is a Kosa skit. Kosa, oh. Ima Kosa. Kosa, so we are all Ngunis. It's just that the dialect is different. So okay. it's, proper, it's the Zulus, the Swazis, the Ndebeles, and the Kosas. So uh -huh. it's Kosas. So I'm not... <laughs> With us, we don't have so many kick-kicks. Oh, no. so I will not even attempt saying that yeah. again because yeah, I will fail head flat. All right, thank you yeah. for accepting our invitation thank you. Thank you within so your busy schedule and that short stay. Mm -hmm. And we will not forget our very able interpreter, Maureen Maita, for always being here on NeuroDigest with us to make sure all are included. Remember, we're leaving no one behind and that is why we're carrying this awareness campaign so that we can have also the neurodiverse community included in everything we say, we do and we participate in. Till next time, I'm your host Sylvia Moramo Chabo and stay tuned and don't forget, pass in your comments so that we know what we can bring to you next. And it's goodbye from the studio until next time and say bye. Bye. <laughs>